Hello, this is Deanna Heron, and welcome to the Deanna Heron Podcast Show. This podcast is created for the woman who wants to be bold in who you were created to be, to shine bright with grace. My goal is to empower you to become the greatest version of yourself through interviews with successful women entrepreneurs, through question answer sessions, and tips from myself in my 22 years of leadership and entrepreneurship. So let's dive in to the greatest version of yourself. If you're looking for other podcasts that include positivity, entrepreneurship, business-minded, and even health tips, go check out upstarterpods.com. You will see a list of other podcasts. Go check us out. Hello, and welcome to the Deanna Heron Podcast Show. This is Deanna Heron, your host. Congratulations on making it through an amazing month of June, if you can believe it. 2021 is almost over. Thank you for being with me today. I'm excited, as always, to share with you on this incredible, incredible Tuesday. Today's topic is we're continuing on leadership. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to my last two podcasts, I share stories about entrepreneurship, success, and really just my journey in leadership, my journey in business. So go take a listen and come right back to this podcast because today we're going to talk about some common misconceptions of leadership. So let's get started. So I want to talk to you about leadership, you guys, because that was one of my biggest hangups in starting a business. And it was really one of my biggest hangups growing up. I didn't think I was a leader. So there are so many things that we believe that have maybe been projected onto us. We've heard from other people we've seen through experiences, etc., that I want to share with you those misconceptions are not true. So first and foremost, one common misconception is that leadership is born. People are born leaders. And I want you to know leaders are not born. We are made. Leaders are made. We all come with our own unique gifts and talents, but you can make yourself a leader. You can grow yourself to become a leader. All it takes is lots of practice, lots of reading, having some people that you can lead and love, and you're a leader. And you guys, to be quite honest, we lead every single day. Each and every one of you leads every single day. You may not realize it. You may be leading your family, leading your neighbors, but we all lead. And I want you to know you can become better and better and better in your leadership. All it takes is some practice. Misconception number one, leaders are not born, you guys. Leaders are made. Misconception number two, leaders are not the boss and they're not in charge. So great leaders, great leaders show the way. I remember, and I've told this story before, but I remember when I had reached a very pivotal level management level, and I was recognized for this management level. And this person that recognized me said, Deanna Heron is such a great leader. And I walked up to receive this 
award and I whispered in her ear and I said, I'm, I'm not a leader. I'm not a leader. And you guys, I really did not think that I was a leader because in my mind, leaders were bosses. Leaders were in charge. Leaders told you what to do. And I want you to know that leadership is about showing the way. Leadership is about suggesting ways to success, not criticizing ways to change. I want to say that again. Leaders suggest ways to success. They don't criticize what you're currently doing. Okay, so they suggest. That's what great leaders do, and they show the way. They've done it first. Leaders have done the do and can show you how to do it. That's great leadership. Misconception number three, leaders will be liked by everyone. No, false. That is not true. Get that out of your head. As you grow in your leadership, there will actually be more people who don't agree with you. Why? Because your lid is so much higher. They don't understand. People will not understand you as you grow in leadership, and that's okay. They have their own personal growth journey. That's why we're here on earth. But I want you to know, if you are expecting to be liked by everyone as a leader, you are really going to struggle in your leadership because not everyone's going to like you. Not everyone is going to agree with you. Not everyone is going to follow you. It just doesn't happen that way, you guys. That doesn't make you any less of a leader. You keep doing you and growing yourself in your leadership, and don't worry about who doesn't like you. Your focus is on the team that you're growing, the people that you're growing, the managers that you're building. That's your focus. Your focus should not be on trying to please those people who don't like you because it will never happen. (laughs) It will never happen. So that's misconception number four. Number five, leaders are those with the title. No, Leaders are not necessarily people with a title. I know a lot of people that have a title who are not leaders because they lead with criticism. They don't lead with love. They are bossy and they don't make suggestions based on what can help you be successful. So leaders don't necessarily have to have a title and a title doesn't necessarily mean that you're a leader. Leaders show the way. Leaders don't necessarily have a title. They're not worried about what other people think. They know that not everyone is going to like them, and they're constantly working on themselves to better themselves as leaders. That's what a leader is. Next misconception, leaders get to a certain position and they stop growing. False. False. Leaders continue to grow on their journey. I want you to know that I have an amazing team with amazing people, and I want them to grow to their greater self. The only way that that can happen is if I continue to grow myself. Because the more I grow, the more I believe in myself, the more I can help them believe in themselves. So leaders are constantly learning, constantly growing, forever getting out of their comfort zone. There's always that next level always that next level of discomfort that you have to work through as a leader. So don't think that you get to this certain position and, whoo, I'm just going to relax. 
That is not what you want. You want to continue to grow. That is life's journey, you guys. Once you get to a certain position in life, your journey continues. It doesn't stop once you reach the title, the management level, whatever income level you want to make. It doesn't stop there. Leaders, last misconception, leaders don't need coaches. And I am going to tell you right now from my heart of hearts, you guys, leaders need a coach. You need a coach. And here's the reason why. There are so many things that I coach people through. I'm able to see it in them, coach them through it when I can't see it in my own life. And so I need a coach to help me work through my own limiting beliefs. And the higher I get, the more successful I become, the higher mindset coach I will need to help me through the process. And so if you really want to be successful, you guys, hire a great coach that can walk you through your limiting beliefs and help you work through those and and create that healthy mindset. You can't do it on your own. I'm just going to tell you, I've read thousands of books, thousands of books, and they didn't change my mindset like a coach did. So leaders need coaches. One of the most amazing stories that I've heard is Tony Robbins. If you guys know who Tony Robbins is, I actually checked in to to see what he charges for one-on-one coaching. It's a million dollars and probably six months. I don't know that for sure, but it's a million dollars to coach with Tony Robbins. Not only does he charge a million dollars to coach with him, but he has high-level coaches that he pays that amount or more to coach him. High-level leadership. So I want you to think big. I don't want you just to think about where you're going to be in three months, five months, six months, two years. I want you to think big. High-level leadership. Who will be coaching you when you're at the highest level? What does your life look like? Leaders need coaches. Okay, the best leaders. So those were the six misconceptions. And now I'm going to give you character traits of the best leaders out there, okay? I'm telling you this because I don't have this all down, (laughs) but this is the leader that I want to be, okay? The best leader. And the best leaders, you guys, they love well. They love well. They love their team. They want the very best. They're constantly breathing life into their team. They love their team well. They don't criticize. They coach. They give suggestions on success and let that person take that information and run with it if they want to. Great leaders love well. Love well you guys. Love your team well. Love yourself well. Number two, best leaders build relationships. Building relationships with your team is critical. I don't know what kind of business you are in. I don't know what your occupation, whether it's a teacher, whether it is a dental hygienist, a real estate agent. Maybe you are in the finance industry. Maybe you're in the coaching industry, the branding industry. I don't know what your industry is, but I'm going to tell you right now, in order for you to be successful, it is 100% about building relationships. And not just talking yourself 
It's about listening. Building relationships is about listening, listening to the other person, getting to know the other person. When it comes to your team, you need to know their spouse's names, their kids' names, what their occupation is, a little bit about them. You need to build relationships. That is the secret sauce to success, okay? No matter where you are in life, no matter what your occupation is, building relationships is the key. The best leaders, number three. Best leaders build people and they're not so focused on income. Not so focused on income. And so I have to tell you from my heart of hearts, in the past, I wasn't focused on building people. I was focused on building income. And that was a huge mistake of mine. And the reason why that happened, to be quite honest, is there will be times in leadership where you will get hurt. And during my time, when this happened, I realized not everybody likes me. It was that transition when I was learning, okay, being a leader doesn't mean you're going to have a team and it's all going to be rainbows and butterflies. (laughs) That's not what it means. It means growing yourself and growing to believe in yourself. So there was a time when I realized not everybody on my team liked me. Not everybody in my neighborhood agreed with me. Not everybody in my family believed in what I was doing, and I got hurt. And so instead of focusing on the greatest thing that builds success, that builds leaders, I focused on what I felt like I could control, and that was income. And it was a big mistake, you guys. I lost the best part of me, which is my heart. Don't lose that best part of you. You will get the income you want and the income you desire when you focus on building people and building relationships. And what that means is telling them where they're winning. Tell people where they're winning. Tell people what they're really good at, breathing life into people breathing life. Best leader, number three, build people, not income. Number four, delegate. Delegation in leadership is key. And you delegate not because you don't want to do something. You delegate to empower others in their leadership. So delegation is a huge piece of being a great leader. And this is something that I actually have had to learn from because for me, I just felt like it's just going to be easier for me to just do it than to have to explain to somebody how to do what I want done. And so I would just take over and do it. And I realized I'm building followers and not leaders. I need to delegate and empower my team. And when I empower them, they can step up in their leadership because you guys, I don't want to build followers. I want to build leaders. That's why I'm in the industry that I'm in. I want to build strong, powerful leaders. So empower, empower leaders. That's what best leaders do. Number five, I just said it, it's actually building independent leaders and not followers. So you know how you're building an independent leader? It's someone who's independent. It's someone who can go off on their own and duplicate what you've done but in their own personality. That's an independent leader. I don't want to be the one that everybody looks up to. I want my leaders to be the one that their team looks up to. 
And so if you want to build independent leaders, you need to delegate and power, build those relationships, tell them where they're winning, and share with them what they are good at. So building independent leaders. Number six, this is a good one. So great leaders, the best leaders out there, they pivot from negativity to possibility. I'm going to say that again. Great leaders pivot from negativity to possibility. And I'm not talking about blind optimism. Blind optimism is really not seeing anything. I'm just going to ignore this is happening. I don't see that there's a problem with the product. I don't see that there's a problem with our managers. It's not blind optimism, you guys. It's actually moving, addressing, and acknowledging the negativity but then moving away from it to possibility. What's the possibility in this situation? So let me just give you an example. I understand what we can't do and what can we try to make this better. So that's the thinking of pivoting from negativity to possibility, okay? Let me say that again. I understand what we can't do. That's the negative side of it. But tell me how we can shift How can we make the shift and what can we try? That's what I want my team to see is I don't want you to see the negativity. Yes, it's there, but there's always negativity, you guys. It doesn't matter what you do. There's always going to be something negative that comes into your, your business. There were negative things that came into my career in medicine. There are negative things that come into your family. There will be negative things that happen in your neighborhood, in your church, in your gym. There will always be negative things. And so I want you to think, I understand what we can't do, but tell me how we can shift. What can we try? Okay. So that's making that shift regardless of where it is. Okay. And last but not least Great leaders, and I really want you to think about this. This is so pivotal for your your leadership. Great leaders, they hire people to decrease their decision-making. There is something out there called decision fatigue. I've experienced it myself. (laughs) Decision fatigue. There is something out there. And I want you to know that the best leaders, they hire those people They hire those people to do the things so that they don't have to make the decisions. And let me give you some examples. What about a chef? Have you ever thought about having a chef? I'm going to tell you, when my kids were younger, I really thought that I was less of a mom if I didn't cook a home home meal every night. I honestly did. Moms cook home meals every single night. Where did I learn that? I don't know. I picked that up from someone, and that was something that I thought that I, I needed to incorporate into my life. It was, it was a belief that I placed on myself, it, and it wasn't true, you guys. What if I could have decreased that decision-making from the grocery list that starts on Sunday? Not only do I have to have a grocery list, but I had to create a menu for the week then the grocery list, then go grocery shopping, and then remember throughout the week what we're having each individual day so I can pull out the meat so it can thaw to be prepared so that I could cook it that evening. That's a lot of decision-making. That was five things that I shared that you have to make that decision when it could be a chef. And I want you, you're probably going, Deanna, I can't afford a chef. 
you may not be able to afford being without one. Because if you are in decision fatigue, you can't even make decisions and things will go by the wayside. You will become forgetful, okay? What about a personal assistant? I hired a personal assistant early, early on in my entrepreneurship. Why? Because there were things that I could have a personal assistant do so that I wouldn't have to make that decision. And so I hired a personal assistant. Now my personal assistant does a whole lot more and works a lot more hours than they did in the beginning because my business is bigger and I have a lot more for that person to do. And she's amazing. Hire a housekeeper so that you don't have to worry about keeping up with your house. That's one less decision you have to make. Now, what kept me from getting a housekeeper for many years was thinking nobody could clean my house the way that I do. And that's probably true, okay? But a house cleaner could help you out a lot, and you can teach them how to clean your house. You could hire a digital creator. If you're wanting to build social media and you are creating a brand, hire a digital marketer to help you with that. Hire someone who can food prep for you. If you can't get a chef, hire someone who can food prep for you. That's one less decision that you have to make, okay? And then a stylist. Wouldn't it be great to have all of these outfits in your closet put together with the shoes, with the jewelry, so you don't even have to make that decision that day? Amazing, right? Hire people to do the things that cause you so much stress to decide on, okay? That will help you out greatly. Great leaders. Hire people to do the decision-making that can keep them from being exhausted. Lastly, great leaders, they never give up. Never, ever give up. So I want you to know that if you believe in something bigger, and you did, or you wouldn't have started the business, you wouldn't have started something on your own, you wouldn't have started writing that book, the podcast, whatever that is, you wouldn't have started, you believed in something bigger. If you believe in something bigger, you commit to that process. You commit to that process, and that means sticking with it consistently. So, for example, if we want to get in shape, and I'm saying this right now because I have kind of been lax on the exercise side of things, and I know for those of you who know me know that that is totally not part of who I am, but I had just a minor injury to my neck, And so I've had to be off of exercise for a while. So I'm getting back in shape. So I'm in the process of starting over. And what I've realized, not that I've realized it, but I have already put forth into my mind, you know, this isn't going to happen in a week. It isn't going to happen in a week. Now, it'll happen a lot quicker than when it did when I very first started exercising because I've exercised all my life. But I believe in something bigger. I know that I'll get back in shape and I'm gonna commit to the process. And that process is, it's not gonna happen overnight. Each day, I have to get up and I have to commit to 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour of yoga, whatever it is. I have to commit to the Peloton. I have to commit, I have to do it over and over. And within three days, if I'm not seeing the results, I can't say, oh well, I've gotta give up on this. I have to continue to do the boring things over and over and over because I believe in the process. 
It's just like exercise. Your leadership, it's just like exercise, you guys. You have to continue to do the boring things over and over, like reading and listening and listening to podcasts, going to boring meetings, breathing life into your team, talking about your product, selling yourself, hearing the no's, dealing with the naysayers. You have to do that over and over and over. It's accumulation of all those little things that compound over time that helps to create the best leader in you. So never, ever give up. Fall in love with the process daily. Because in the process daily, those little things compounded over time are going to give you great results. I believe in you. I believe in your future. I believe in your present. And I want you to know that each and every day, I want you to just walk on your journey. Walk on your journey. Don't be so laser focused on, I don't think I can be a leader for my future team. You need to walk on your journey and the leadership comes. So keep going. I'm on this journey with you and I'm so grateful that you are a part of this podcast. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, it would mean the world to me if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends and family. That would be incredible. If you would love to be a part of my private Facebook group, Deanna's Diamonds, go to DeannaHeron.net and just click on the little Facebook icon and it will get you into the membership, and I'll just accept that membership. It is a group of women who encourage each other, love each other, and who are all on this journey to greatness, and so we would love to have you be a part of that. Follow me on Instagram, at Deanna Heron. Thank you for all of your messages. I love hearing from you guys. I love hearing your aha moments. I love hearing your struggles, and I also love hearing your wins, so I appreciate all of you who have reached out to me. And I look forward to those of you who have future topics too. So please go to at Deanna Heron and talk to me on direct message. So God bless you. I will see you in July. Have an amazing rest of your month. Take care, everyone.